Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. All right. So um, Pete Delkus always calls me the sister that he never wanted. And so this is going to be a super exciting podcast. Hello, Del. Well, the sister I wanted is Jody. <laughs> the sister I never wanted is Shelly. Pete, I, mean, I, I that love you. Hurt your feelings. I'm just being really honest. You know what? That's why we get along so well is your brutal honesty. And um, I appreciate that about you. Is um, there a newscaster that's not brutally honest? Are no, all I feel like brutal honesty is just like beaten into y'all at some point. Yeah, because we're yelling at each other because the deadlines are so tight and deep that it's just like get it done, <laughs> right, Pete? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of yelling and screaming from people that that are very calm and mild mannered normally, but then you know there's the story at Channel Eight a, a number of years ago where one of the nicest men that God ever put on the face of the earth during the Christmas parade one year, we the whole parade revolved around Santa Claus. You know, he was going to make his grand entrance and that was going to be the finale of the parade. Right. Well, Santa Claus was late getting into place and the nicest man that God <laughs> ever put on the face of the earth was known to yell, get effing Santa Claus ready. And he was screaming, not and he was using the F word. Get Santa out there. Get his, uh, you know, effing, you know, blah, blah, blah out there. And everyone in the control room later on laughed, and they're like, well, you know, in the heat of the battle, even the nicest guy in the world will say things like that. So, yeah. To Santa. A common, common everyday occurrence at a TV station. It truly is. And you do such a professional job of taking that nonsense and adding it to Twitter. Do tell the audience here how much power you have when you press kitties, I'm closing school, and how much you love doing that. I'll never forget. We're sitting in the back room, and Pete goes, watch this. And he went, kitties, it's a snow day tomorrow. And he pressed go, and we just sat there and laughed. Oh, it is it, it is funny just, just to see the reactions of, of people, but, you know, and kids or parents. And what would happen, you know, a number of years ago, and I probably shouldn't give away my secret because it still can be applied today. We get a heads up from the school districts that, hey, you know, we're going to make an announcement at 5 o'clock that we're going to close such and such school district. So I'll see that, you know, an hour or two before, and I'll then send a little tweet out, you know, hey, I'm thinking about shutting down such and such a district, you know, tomorrow for school. And so then, you know, I know that at 5 o'clock they're going to do it. So at 445, (laughs) I would say, hey, I'm closing such and such a district tomorrow. And it was funny how I just, these kids just love this stuff. They were just eating it up. It was hilarious. And they actually think you're closing the district. That's the best part. You seized that oh, power. Gosh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jody, what would you like to know from Mr. Delkas here? Oh, I don't even know. I was going to say your new power, just we're going to talk about this too. Your new power is kids going live, weather lesson, 1 p.m. Oh, Pete. 
My it's, kids are obsessed. It, I, I'm, it's I, been funny doing that. Oh, I know. What if, like, actually, what are some of the funniest things that you've been asked from kids? Uh, I mean, you know, all the kids, it's, it's fun. I don't know if it's from the kids or their parents are telling the kids to say, but they all want to know how much money you make. What? The, That's the, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, these, these could be like, I'll go to like a, a, a first, grade, first grade class and I'll have the same question from the kids. You know, how much money do you make? Wait, what? And I'm like, well, isn't what? that funny? But the kids would ask that. The answer, of course, is never enough, right? right. <laughs> and I, I just, I guess that's probably that's probably the number one question that I get from kids that I'm kind of like a bit, I'm not surprised anymore. You kind of expect it now, but I'm like, huh, I would have never thought that when I was I in would have. School. I would have thought they'd you ask know? you how a tornado is formed because William loves your lesson on tornadoes, Pete. And I uh, didn't, he, oh. He absorbed that, didn't he? Oh, so it turns out, the, the the notifications are on ever since my kids watched your first one weeks ago I, I didn't realize this maybe is an indication of my excellent supervision as a parent yeah <laughs> but i didn't realize every time the notification comes on they're watching you yeah, on the we're iPad. knocking it out of the ballpark over here yeah. you know we're just like parents like with a number 10 so when yeah. william came at me with just like the most extensive knowledge about tornadoes me knowing i've never read him a book on tornadoes or have taught no, him but, about but, but you got to go i said william he goes into the high pressure and the low pressure and these combined which by the way i also learned from you it might be the only thing i took away from you pete <laughs> but i said william where did you learn that and he put his hands in the air he's like pete delkis no, and mr mr pete delkis died laughing um yeah, what is it like to be the biggest personality in all of Dallas Fort Worth, Pete? What does yeah. that feel like? What's it like to be me? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, it I I mean, you would probably think it's humbling, but it's to me it's not. Um, to me it's just kind of part of, I don't know I mean who who judges these things you know <laughs> it, you know what I think is if I'm the biggest personality in North Texas I mean what a sad state of affairs we have right yeah, I mean well. if, I, if I am I mean come on I mean surely there's got to be somebody you know that's doing better than me yeah well is it you Shelly no, it's definitely not. The reason every time we get together, we get together at our houses is so Pete doesn't have to take 700 selfies with everybody in the restaurant. I'm like, oh. Uh, but that was, of course, pre-COVID. So that things have changed then, too. So everyone has asked me. It's been fascinating. They're like, okay, oh, my gosh, do you miss so much being on the news? You know, because you love knowing things ahead of people and this COVID thing and whatever. And they're working so hard. And y'all are working hard. But I'm also like, Pete's staying at his house in his golf shirt, sitting in his den, talking into a computer. Yeah. So how has this change been for you? Have you enjoyed it? Do you miss being in the newsroom? Is this a nice pause? I mean, it's, it's you know, it's kind, it's, I'm kind of torn over it. I kind of have mixed feelings. It is kind of a bittersweet deal. You know, it's nice not having to physically drive to the station every day. Because at the end of the day, I really, the only thing I do at the TV station is go on TV. I do all of my mm -hmm. work at home, and I have for years, because I have this thing called a computer. You know, so back in the day, the old weather people, seriously, they had to physically be in the building to look at computers to figure this out. Now I just do it at home. So for me now, just to sit here and talk into a camera is pretty nice. You know, I don't have to drive to work. You know, the funny thing is, is, you know, I'm literally, I'm not wearing pants. I mean, I am not wearing pants. I just have on a pair of shorts and like some house shoes that are just a pair of croc like slippers that i have on mm -hmm. so it's gonna hey, comfort really, is king it's gonna, it's gonna kind of suck when i have to go back and have to put on a tie and 
all of that stuff. Well, I know. And you've never gotten to watch any shows because you're never home in the evenings because you're on when people are home. And so I think it's so funny because his wife is like, we actually get to watch a series together. and We've never done that. Like the little things, right? I I have not watched other than sports and news stuff. I don't I haven't watched. I don't watch TV. My entire adult life, I don't watch TV except for sports and a little bit of news stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has been weird. Like I've I, I've heard of Netflix, but now I know shows that are on Netflix. I've <laughs> I've heard of Amazon Prime, or was it Stop. Amazon whatever? The, Amazon what? <laughs> Amazon Video. Yeah, Amazon Video. So now, like I've watched the sh- uh, the series Yellowstone. You and, know and, what? And Scotty, Scotty told me to do that. I mean, season three is coming up. I can't wait for it this summer. Pete, um, good. I watched a, what was this other one? I watched something else on Amazon that was really good. It was a, 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 a Clancy, Tom Clancy thing. And it was like Jack uh, Ryan. four or five Jack seasons. Ryan. And we just, I, for the first time in my adult life, I binged watched something. Mm. So it's really been a weird two months for me. Yeah, it, it's weird to hear that you sat still for a full hour and did anything (laughs) not not really in your nature um okay so people are fascinated with um you know when there's severe weather and a lot of kids are scared of you know a storm and so i i know there have been lots of times where we've had people come into the studio just to show them see mr delcus is on it if there was a storm we would know because kids get scared what do you tell parents to tell their kids who are scared of storms well, you know, that's a, that is honestly, that is a really, really tough one. You know, you want to try to teach them, you know, how, how storms develop and the fact that, you know, how you can stay safe in storms. And you hope that brings these kids a little bit of comfort and maybe it lowers the anxiety level. I think sometimes it does. I've heard back from some parents that says you that have told me, you know, when you've taught you know, my kid this or taught them that, how all these things form and what they do, it really helped relax them. But then inevitably, there's always the one email out of, you know, 20. It's like, gosh, my kid, now that they know how and why they develop, they're more petrified than ever. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's tough. And there are actually uh, therapists out there that deal with people uh, a lot with storm anxiety. And so it's, it's a real thing. Um, and so and I just hate it for these parents, but uh, but there's real no easy answer, unfortunately. Yeah, especially given the tornado that hit hit us in October. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, yeah. have you ever? I mean, I guess you have you never have you ever lived in a region where you've covered hurricanes? I know you've covered tornadoes. I have. Yeah, I started in Orlando. Oh. In, uh, yeah, in 1992. I think I think you and Shelley were like in uh, grade school when <laughs> I was starting my TV career. I was five because I know you're about to have your 70th birthday, and I'm super excited about that party. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's when I appreciate that just that loving thought from you. But yeah. it was fun, you know. On last Monday, Jody, what was it? A week ago, Monday, and a week ago yeah. Tuesday, a week yeah. ago yesterday, we she- we celebrated Shelly's fiftieth birthday. Yes, someone <laughs> crossed over. No, I'm seriously, Shelly, the filler, the Botox, whatever oh has been. I mean, it's remarkable. The lack of Shelly's not being honest like with smile, anyone. Your face doesn't move, but that's okay. I you know, you. I mean, you know what? It's it. almost as good as your hair. You know, it's almost as good as the way that your hair never moves and never got gray during quarantine. It's fantastic. Oh, of course. I mean, why would it? When I just taped that thing on top of my head. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that it would change. It's it's just continuous. That is so, uh, so, Jody, I started in Orlando in 1992 yes. doing 
uh, weather. And I started with, uh, in the summer of 1992, you two are too young to know, but the Hurricane Andrew in August okay. of 92 hit Florida. Okay. And that was my first introduction to, uh, to TV. I, I had a degree in television radio, but it was my uh-huh. first introduction to like local TV. And I remember I was interning at the ABC station in Orlando, and they said, hey, we're going to send you down to South Florida. We want you to cover this hurricane. And I said, okay. And I'm completely oblivious to any of this stuff. And I said, what will I do? And they said, well, just stand down there. We'll put you someplace safe and just tell people what it's like in the wind and the rain. And I said, okay. Now you fast forward to 2005 with Hurricane Katrina. I'm older. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm any smarter, but at least I have more experience. And it's kind of weird, you know, Uh covering hurricanes when you're actually standing in them. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually have those four years of experience there. Even my nine years in Cincinnati, they would always send me, you know, down to the Gulf Coast oh, to cover I hurricanes. See. Okay, and okay. They certainly, yeah, they certainly did my first probably ten years in, uh, in Dallas. I would get sent to all of the hurricanes that would hit Texas or anywhere in the Gulf Coast over to New Orleans. Got it. Well, you know, Scott grew up in New Orleans, and he always talks about his meteorologist growing up that he had a chalkboard. Do you know about this, Pete? Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I, I have heard of, of some of the older weather people using chalkboards. They would always just try to pinpoint where the eye of the storm would be and where the storm would hit. And they used all the computer technology and all of this like advanced information. And then they always just reverted back to this guy with his chalkboard. And he would drag the chain. He would like place it on a certain part of the chalkboard and drag it to a certain place. And he was almost always right. Fascinating. Which leads me to my last question, which is, do you, when you um, had a degree in broadcast journalism, do you have like a wait, wait, minor? Wait, 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 rewind. What? No degree in broadcast journalism. Oh, I thought that's what he said. He played baseball. Well, you well, have I a have degree a, in I baseball. Have a, I have a bachelor's degree in television radio. Yeah. You mean bachelor in BS? Shelly. I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a master's in that. No, I know <laughs> you do. I have a bachelor of science from the School of Fine Arts and Communications. Got it. Okay. I know I got it on eBay, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to be nice to you for all of like the next seven minutes. Okay. <laughs> so I will say people always love to ask, okay, you know, is he really this nice guy? He seems like he's a really good guy. And the truth is, and this is going to last for a short bit, but this is going to be on the record for life. So you're welcome. I will say that Pete is a better human being like even in normal life than you see on TV. Mm-hmm. But Pete, I would say the three things that ground you, but I'd love to hear what you think they are. Your dad, your dogs, and God. Well, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can never forget where you've come from, right? And I think that's important to have that, you know, uh, that, that foundation, that grounding, you know, whoever you are and whatever you're doing. But I always do... I really do revert back to that. You know, I'm like, okay, if I'm doing something, you know, and I'm Mr. Sarcastic and I tease a lot (laughs) and all those kinds of things because I think it encourages people to give me a hard time. And I, for whatever reason, I just think that's funny. (laughs) But if I'm ever thinking about something, I'm like, gosh, would that embarrass my family? Would that embarrass my dad? Would he frown upon that? So, you know, I have those things that go through my mind. And and then, you know, then you try. I had a friend of mine, Shelly Boone Pickens, used to say, don't ever be too big to eat a cheeseburger. And I asked him one time, what does that mean? He goes, do you know how many successful people or wealthy people think they're too good, Pete, to just sit down and eat just a cheeseburger? Mm -hmm. And I thought, 
huh, I never thought of it that way. He goes, yeah. He goes, if you're willing to eat a cheeseburger, you'll stay grounded. I, I just thought that's just a funny analogy. But it's part of staying grounded, whatever you have to do. And I think my – me hunt – I love to go quail hunting. I live in Texas. It's kind of a part of the culture here for uh, lots of people. Uh, I think that helps kind of keep me grounded. And, um, you know, I think that's important. I think it's fun to joke. It's fun to tease and all those things. But, uh, you know, deep down I – you know. Uh, what does Dale Hansen say? He goes, you know, Pete's not nearly as big of an ass in person as he appears to be on TV. <laughs> Is that what he tells people? <laughs> That's what he tells people. Well, we should do our next podcast with him, and I will roast him for sure. <laughs> well, Pete, this That's isn't going to keep you grounded, but, you know, Shelly's right. You are one of the nicest people. As you appear to be, you really are such a lovely human, but this will not keep you grounded. I'll never forget when you were so kind and you did an event for the um, – the neurosurgeons at um, UT Southwestern and you were the one to, there was like a meal that was cooked at central market and I attended with some friends and my friend looked at me and said, wow, he's even better looking in person. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so yeah, now, now Pete won't get grounded. Get, get back in touch with all the no, things no, that ground No, no, I'll reground him because the true success of, of his family is his wife. Yes, it is. Jackie. And Jackie Delkis is the hostess with the mostest. She's the most selfless human being. She is this homeschooling thing would not have rocked her boat because she was the rock star of that. You know, you didn't homeschool your kids, but they would come home and they'd be doing lessons with her. I mean, Jackie is definitely a huge piece of your success story that um, she she kindly just steps back and lets you, you know, put your mug out there. reservations for health reasons and all this and I said no so I'm gonna go back and Jackie said to me she said to me last night she goes so why do you think they've asked you to go back and not any others <laughs> and I said well I mean you know come on I mean seriously I mean and she goes no no I mean let's just put your arrogance aside and your your sarcasm for just a second she goes because you're not that good <laughs> and I, and I, started, I, I laughed. I said, no, I'm not saying that. She goes, you were thinking it. You may not have been saying it. I said, no, 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 no. So I get that daily from her, which is, I think that's really important. It to is. Keep you, to keep you grounded. Don't let you, you know, you don't want your head. My head's big enough. I don't need it to get any bigger. Yeah. Physically, too. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, gracious. Pete, what's your favorite Shelly story from the station? Oh, Lord. Shelly story from the station. Gosh, where do I start? I mean, Jody, this could go so many different directions. I mean, I don't even know where to start with that one or what, I, what I'm allowed to say without getting in trouble. We can do a part uh, two. You can think. Why don't you just tell him the Diggy story? Because um, our mother is the first one who met you and was basically oh. like, hey, you, Mr. Delkus, come over here. So we were at, uh, uh, gosh, it has to be 15 years ago now. Uh, Jackie and I were at Glen Eagles Country Club at the bar having a drink, and this woman just walks up to me. Very, Jody, I know this will surprise you, but she was really bold when she approached me. And she goes, Hey, are you Pete Delkis? And I said, Yeah. 
you know, I'm like, well, of course I am. <laughs> and she said, she said, I said, yeah, I am. And she goes, hey, she goes, my name's Joan Slater. There's my husband, Jim. Of course, Jim was kind of sitting off in the back by himself, you know, just being humble and just a, just a sweet man. And she said, there's my husband, Jim. She said, my daughter's going to work with you one day. And I said, really? I said, what's your daughter's name? And she said, Shelly Slater. And I said, okay. So I just kind of, you know, you know, didn't give it a much second thought. Probably, I mean, less than a year later, I don't remember exactly how long, but it was less than a year later, the news director of Channel 8, then Michael Valentine, he says, hey, we're getting ready to hire this woman from Kansas City. He goes, I'd like you to meet her. And I said, okay. And I said, what's her name? He said, Shelly Slater. And I thought, I flashed back to the woman at the, the bar at Glen Eagles, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's that woman's daughter. <laughs> sure, it was just, I mean, it was so funny. And so I then walk in and meet Shelly, and, uh, and she acted like this woman at the bar. And, you know, that's the thing, Jody. She hates it when I say her little mannerisms or her little facial expressions, they're, they're totally Joan. And many days, you know, we would sit next to each other for years at work and she would get aggravated at her mom. And then, you know, within 24, 36 hours, the same thing she was frustrated at her mom about, she would do the same thing. Oh, like, stop. You know, like, you know, that's that's kind of a Joan move right there. I know. That's, it's that's terrifying. Joan, you know, but you're, I love your mom and you know that. Oh, yes. And, oh, we love her too, but she's your mother. So you're like, Oh, right, 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 right. But I remembered that, and so I met Shelly. It wasn't a week or two later. I, met, I saw your mom and dad again at Glen Eagles, and I went up to him and I said, Oh my gosh, I met your daughter. And your mom looked at me and she goes, And I said, You, you remember when you told me that she was going to work here? And she looked at me and she goes, Well, yeah, I knew that. Of course I did. Just with the most confident. Oh. I've never, I have never heard that. Of course, this. I told you that she was going to work here because she was, and now she is. That was her attitude, and I'm like, I just love this woman, and so then that started a friendship with your mom and dad that just goes on to this day. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's been passed on to my kids too. My kids just love your mom and dad. Yeah. First one to text Diggy Happy Mother's Day is Pete's son, Peter Delkus, oh, no. Captain Gentleman. Totally. <laughs> All right, Del, we won't Re- keep you actually, much longer. Like, let's do I got gonna, a few. We're ready? We're going to do some quick random questions, and who knows? Okay. Joe okay, ready? Jones has some. I love it. Okay, go, Jones. Would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Say that again, Jody. Oh, sorry. Would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Climb a mountain. Did you go to sleepaway camp as a kid? Did I go what? To, to sleepaway, sleepaway camp. camp. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> what is the farthest you've ever traveled? Like on a plane? Well, just I think the the farthest flight I've never been to Europe. We we were going in three weeks. We're not going now. I guess it would be I flew one time from Miami to uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Favorite drink? I know the answer. Bourbon. What? No, straight bourbon. <laughs> straight Plank. bourbon. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you actually like Dale Hansen? Oh, I think on a good day, five. <laughs> Just, you know. Oh, okay. I like, I, I, I love Dale. I know, I'm kidding with you. Okay, what is what is the true time, in all sincerity, where when you did do your job, you felt like, wow, this is a true public service, and here I am standing in the middle of devastation, which is the one that you really remember the most, is like, wow, impactful on you? Uh, Des- 
December 26, three years ago, when that big tornado killed all those people on the east side of Dallas yes. County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your joy of watching your son play baseball, one to ten. Ten. Uh, anxiety level is at a ten, and the enjoyment's at a ten. It's the <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. I can't. It's the hardest thing in the world to watch him play, but it's the best thing to watch him play. And then that leads me to my last question. What is the number one thing that parenting has taught you? Patience. Mm-hmm. Bravo. I haven't, succeed, I haven't succeeded at it, but, <laughs> but, but patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Pete. Um, you're the best. Um, my, absolute best. My every time y'all come over, um, which we'll see you Friday, <laughs> uh, the kids jump for joy, but I'll be honest, they jump for joy because Jackie brings them baskets of toys oh, and they goodies they and cupcakes, right which oh, yeah. is so funny. I don't even think I've had a chance to tell you this. This was so long ago. And I meant to tell Jackie, she gave Helen one of those, um, cookie jars where all the ingredients were in the cookie and <laughs> And um, we went to a store once, and she saw cookies with the similar toppings, and she literally said, look, those are Delkis cookies. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Jackie Delkis cookies. You know, the other thing that's so funny is when the kids saw you on a commercial, this is definitely one of my favorite moments, the kids saw you on a commercial, because we're not really, I mean, now they watch, you know, YouTube and Disney Plus, there aren't commercials, so the one time we actually had the news on where they were had access to it, and the commercial popped up. <laughs> When the kids looked at it, they're like, huh, huh, what's wrong with Uncle Pete? Why is he looking like that? Because the way, you know, looking up and crossing your arms, they're like, what's wrong with him? Is he, is Uncle Pete okay? And I was like, no, no, this is the persona of Uncle Pete, children. Meet, meet, meet Mr. Delkus, the meteorologist. Yeah, the TV actor. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for letting us have fun with you, Dell. We'll talk to you on another day. Slate it. Okay, Dell. See you then. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself with anything less. Okay. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye, Pete.